Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Happy holidays and welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health podcast live. We're live on Instagram and Facebook and this is your source of information and inspiration to promote the holistic transformation of your health and the health of our planet. I'm your host, Dr. Benjamin Alter. I'm your co-host, Dr. Susanna Alter. And today we're talking about the time of year that it is. It's the holidays, and we're going to talk about staying healthy during the holidays and some hacks to keep you healthy, even though both Susanna and I really don't like the word hack. I wrote a whole article on how hacking is not the way to health. But that being said, what we really mean is just tips. (laughs) Yes. Tips for the holidays. Because going into the holidays, I think a lot of people have the mindset of, oh, it's the holidays. It's time to celebrate. It's time to eat lots of delicious and rich foods. And that is wonderful. I mean, this is a time of year for enjoying time with your family and loved ones. What we want to add to that is that just because you're enjoying this time of year and really enjoying lots of delicious foods, it doesn't mean you need to let go of your health. You don't need to just completely, um, you know, forget about health and then just make up for it in the new year, which I think is the, the trend, the kind of cycle we see again and again, year after year. Right. It's very, very common in our society, I think, to really indulge and enjoy and just kind of let loose and then be really restrictive and Um, you know, going into cleanse after cleanse and just New Year's resolution after New Year's resolution. And the fact of the matter is that the body prefers some sense of stability and structure and kind of a foundation that is, you know, you know, ultimately healthy and not kind of in and out of these stressful extremes. Mm -hmm. So, just because it is the holidays doesn't mean we have to enter, bring ourselves into a stressed or extreme state in any way. And we're going to talk about how we can approach things both from a nutritional standpoint and choosing foods in this time of year that are most nourishing while still really being enjoyable and decadent and all of these things that we 
that we do enjoy during this time of year. And we're also going to talk about how stressors of the holidays can affect health, of course, and how to maybe approach things from a more peaceful, grounded standpoint when spending time with friends, family, loved ones, you know, going out, partying, whatever, whatever the holidays entail, there's always opportunities to just take things up to a healthier notch. Mm -hmm. In addition, we're going to talk about traveling during the holidays and how to stay healthy during those long travel days. Mm-hmm. So, which I think we have ahead of us in a couple hours. That's couple why we're hours. a little early. Yes. But I think it's a good place to start talking about nutrition. And we're going to talk about some of the more decadent meals that we're going to be preparing for ourselves and our family during the holidays. And when we talk about it, we're not saying do it our way, our way is the best. We're just, the reason why we're sharing is because it may just inspire some of you out there to include some of these new dishes into your holidays. And uh, that's what we're all about here is just inspiration. Yeah. And, you know, we're going back to spend the holidays with Susanna's family and they're not, you know, whole food plant based like we are. So we are approaching this from a point of sharing and collaboration and bringing what we have to offer you know, and, and not like, not just throwing our way of being into and saying that everyone needs to eat this way or that way. Mm. But we, um, you know, one thing that I always believe is that a lot of people talk about, you know, um, peer pressure or just being influenced by social in, in encounters or outings and things like that. And I always like to remind myself and everybody that, you know, you have, we have as much power when we enter a social situation as, um, as our social situation has on us. So we can bring the health to a social situation rather than be the subject or be the victim of whatever unhealthy habits. So we can create more health in our holiday parties. We can create more health in our family gatherings by, you know, offering a recipe, offering offering something that just takes things up to a healthier notch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a reason to to reject invitations to parties just because you know that at that party they're going to be eating foods that you wouldn't typically eat or drinking beverages you wouldn't typically drink. Um, there's always a way to bring health to whatever situation you're in. Yeah. So I know that you, Susanna, have been kind of researching what we're going to be, <laughs> what we're going to be cooking um, over the holidays. So do you want to share what we've got on our recipe list? Yeah, yeah. Well, our, I'll start off with uh, kind of the the pre-meal cocktail hour period of time because this can be a really awkward time for some people, especially if you don't drink alcohol. Yeah. And what... Ben and I really like doing, if we're home, we'll make our own little mocktail. We've experimented with a lot of mocktails over the years. Mm -hmm. So yeah, what are we up to now? Recently, we've been really loving sparkly water with just a little bit of 100% pure grape juice, organic. Or or other fruit juice as well. Or tart cherry, black cherry. Uh, There's a really great blend through Trader Joe's that is blueberry, mulberry, cherry, 
purple carrot. Yeah, it's just, a really good blend. We just picked that up for the first time and I was really pleasantly surprised. So, so we love mixing a little drink, you know, sparkling mm -hmm. water and a little sweetness. And, and if you're out somewhere at a bar, you can always order seltzer water with lemon or lime or even a little bit of bitters. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just makes your time at the party a little more festive. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll speak for myself just briefly, not that anyone asked, but I feel called to share that I don't drink alcohol and I haven't drank in like six or seven years. And that that's just a choice that I've made. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it's the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do or anything like that. But I, over the years, I've been, you know, experimenting with being in social situations where there is a lot of drinking. And I don't, you know, I, it, sometimes I feel uncomfortable and sometimes I don't. It, it doesn't really, it's, it doesn't really depend on whether or not there's alcohol. It's usually other factors. But what I've noticed is that, um, you know, having, I am very susceptible to the energy of a party or of an environment. So even if people are really, you know, getting a little tipsy and enjoying themselves and opening up, I can experience that energy and have that connection with them while sipping on a sparkling water with bitters or something <laughs> like that. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be on the same level um, with alcohol in my system to connect with other people who have alcohol in their system, mm -hmm. like I did previously, like, you know, in college years and things like that. So just, uh, just wanted to share that. Mm -hmm. So moving on to kind of the dinner, we're actually going to be making a really delicious vegan lentil shepherd's pie. Mm -hmm. And we made something similar last year. It was really delicious. Even some family members that are big meat eaters enjoyed this recipe. Mm -hmm. So that went over well. And we will link these recipes to the episode notes so that if you're interested, you can have access to those recipes. Yeah, so that'll be altered.health slash episode 57. We'll put some information there, mm -hmm. as, as usual. Mm -hmm. And throughout this kind of time at my family's house, we're also just going to be eating lots of delicious uh, hearty soups throughout the week, and we're going to make a really good chickpea quiche because I know quiche Christmas brunch is always kind of a big thing at my family's house. So um, in the past, there's been lots of egg quiches, but this time we're going to mm. bring a chickpea flour quiche, which yeah. we haven't tried yet, but it looks really awesome. So we'll link that recipe as well. Yeah, so basically, you know, Susanna's the creative one in the kitchen and keeping the, that creative creativity flowing. But basically, the way I see it is that this holiday season is a time to experiment, to explore, to share, to give and to receive. And, you know, I, I like to once again, you know, just feel that maybe we have some health to give. And I'm sure you do, too, if you're listening. I'm sure that you have some healthy inspiration that you can share with your family and loved ones. And, um, you know, I think that, I think that whether or not it's fully received by family or loved ones, um, I think that it's still a great gift because I know like sometimes we make 
um, meals for we'll we'll make a dish that we want to share with the whole family and sometimes people just you know ha have a little teeny serving while Suzanne and I are filling our plates and going back for seconds and you know it's like everyone's got their own preferences and we are continuing to you know be present and bring ours to the party and um, yeah hey Winnie exactly. I thought I'd bring Winnie in since we're talking about family. Yeah. Um, yes, exactly. I feel very, the same way. Same thing with dessert, too. It's like we usually mm. make a really delicious decadent vegan dessert. And, uh, I mean, a lot of times it is a hit with the non-plant-based people at the party, which is it's always great to see the – the vegan desserts being gobbled down. Yeah. Um, and this year, I think we're going to make a really good pumpkin pie. There's an mm. awesome, awesome blog called Feasting on Fruit that has just endless recipes that are all whole food, plant-based. So we'll include that link as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything else about food before we go into another topic that's related to the holidays? I think maybe just oh, a little <laughs> nudge from Winnie. Um, I think if if you do kind of indulge and go overboard, I just want to make the point that it's also really important to be gentle with yourself. Mm -hmm. If you wake up and you're feeling really poorly for what you ate the night before, don't beat yourself up over it. Just move forward how you normally would. You don't have to make up for all of what you ate by, you know, fasting the next day or anything like that. Uh, just move on with your regular way of eating and you'll be feeling better in no time. Yeah. And just a, a hack or a tip on that regard, you know, if we do indulge and overindulge or eat something that doesn't agree with us, one of the best things that we can do the next morning when we wake up is really just hydrate. And, you know, the body obviously heals itself. And especially when, when we're talking about foods that we bring in, I mean, that food will be out of our system, hopefully in, in the 24 hours or so. So, you know, that whatever sort of toxic quote unquote, or, um, you know, detrimental effects that the food has on us, just let it go as it, as it is going through your system. And one of the best things that we can do is just stay really well hydrated, drinking tons of water, um, lemon water, sparkling water with juice like we were talking about, celery juice, things like that. Just keeping the body flowing, keeping things moving is really a great idea. And that's a great segue to our next point of traveling because hydration is one of the key, key important things to focus on when you're traveling to prevent catching someone's cold that, you know, you may be traveling with or also just to, to like what Ben was saying. I won't repeat everything you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember years ago, someone was talking to me about jet lag and someone told me that really the key cause of jet lag is dehydration. And I was like, really? Wow. Mm -hmm. And then I experienced that because, uh, yeah, one time when I was traveling, I, I decided to just really over the top hydrate and stay over the top hydrated. And I did feel so much better. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there are a lot of factors, but I think 
once again, hydration is key. And it's just something that is so easily controllable. You know, obviously we can't bring water or any beverages across the security checkpoint. Um, but, you know, be sure to bring a water bottle, be sure mm -hmm. to bring a big one and fill it up with um, pure purified water if you do have an opportunity to do that in the airport that you're traveling through. And, um, you know, keep keep those fluids going. Mm -hmm. And they've actually found out that the biggest factor in, you know, people say that they catch colds more easily when they're when they're flying. And and that's simply because the environment is so dry, people are getting dehydrated. So the mucous membranes in the nasal passages and the mouth are thinner. And that's where all of our natural defenders are, all of our white blood cells that do stop pathogens in their track. So when we don't have that that nice moist layer within our passages, it's just so much easier for us to to catch a cold, especially if our immune system is already a little bit down for other factors. Which maybe brings us to another point of the holidays, unless you wanted to talk about anything else regarding to traveling. Well, well, of course, we need to talk about it. I mean, depending on how far your travel day is, you know, we're, we've, we've got quite a day ahead of us and we've got quite a feast packed up for us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that obviously airport food is you know, never really cuts it for us. Mm -hmm. So it's funny. It's almost like every step of the, of the travel day sets you up for getting a cold because, <laughs> yeah. because they make it hard to bring water through TSA. They make it hard to bring food through TSA. And then when you do get through TSA, there's not very good food options. And then the air on the airplane is so dry and we're cooped up in this, you know, tube with hundreds of other people who are coughing and sneezing. So, but and <laughs> you can still work around it. Yeah. And so um, we we bring we just bring lots of food with us and and certain foods that are really good for traveling are fruits and vegetables, the the strong sturdy yeah. ones. We have a whole bag of oranges and apples. We bring a lot of bananas, even though they're prone to getting smushed. Um, but cooked potatoes are one of the mm. best foods to travel with because mm. um, they're no. just so they're so sturdy. They're sturdy and they're, they're easy. They're easy to make, and they're yeah, they're one of the most filling foods. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's not. And that's what I, I also like to remind people that being hungry is not a bad. Thing. Like a lot of people feel a, feel a twinge of hunger and then it's like, you know, it's frantic mode. Um, and I'm not suggesting that everyone fasts on their travel day. But what I'm just saying is that, you know, if you get to the point of hunger, that doesn't mean you need to leap to the closest calorie that might be, you know, a bag of cookies or whatever on the airplane. So for what it's worth, being hungry is okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially, I mean, yeah. A few items that are typically sold in airports that would be a good healthy choice are coconut water. That's great. It's being sold everywhere. Um, and then, I mean, that's kind of the only one that came to mind, <laughs> but also fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I mean, and, you know, we have to point out the fact that a lot of people, for a lot of people, traveling inherently is stressful or it can be just all of the moving parts all of the 
the rushing through the airport and the catching the car and the traffic and the just there's a lot of pieces that can add up and create a layer of stress, which, as we know and as we talk about often, is probably the most potent immune suppressing agent that is available in the world is stress. And uh, for the most part, and for whatever reason, it seems like the holidays also bring with it and a wave of stress. Even though there's a lot of enjoyment and celebration and family, a lot of people can become tense and and stressed about one thing or another, whether it's a family member or whether it's around giving gifts, which, you know, or whether it's around anything else. But, um, but yeah, stress, we just wanted to end um, by talking about stress because it doesn't necessarily have to be something that we run and hide from. But I, I think that developing a friendly and loving relationship with stress is really helpful. And what I mean by that is just noticing when we're stressed is really a powerful, powerful opportunity because in that space of noticing, we can just allow things to pass and dissolve, or at least we can take our foot off the gas. We're not going full on into stress. We can at least let our bodies relax a little bit while we still are in a stressful circumstance or situation. Exactly. I really like how my dad described how he responds to stress. And it was powerful then, but it's even power, like it's more powerful now that I have learned so much more about, about stress. And what he said was when you find yourself in a stressful situation, if there is an easy answer solution to that stress, some action that you can take in that moment, then take it. If there isn't, then just simply let it go. Yeah. And that sounds really easy, but (laughs) it can be harder. And and it can be easy too. And And it can be easy. It can be easy and it can be hard depending on where we're at. Um, But yeah, we wanted to, I, I wanted to remind myself and I wanted to remind anyone who needs a reminder that um, you know our family dynamics and relationships that we are that we are confronting and being with in this time in this holiday season always serves as an opportunity for learning and growing and healing. And you know, as I like to talk about, loving is a muscle, and the harder it is to love a person or a circumstance or anything in any given time, the greater the opportunity is to strengthen that muscle. And in doing so, I think that it sets us up for a greater level of peace and a greater level of enjoyment in life. And obviously, as we love other people and other you know, difficult circumstances, we inherently love and accept ourselves in the process. So for what it's worth, I think that we should, um, you know, we can all enter into the challenges that lie ahead in the holidays, if there are any, and if there's not, then that's great too. But I think that just inviting them and welcoming any challenging situations and relationships and just loving it and, you know, doing our best and acknowledging ourself for how we're showing up and being present and, you know, giving gifts and receiving gifts and sharing love and gratitude. I think that's good medicine. Mm -hmm. 
anything else you wanted to share, Suze? Well, I think, I think a lot of the challenges during the holidays can come up when we're spending time with family and we're just simply wishing that our family members were showing up in a different way or behaving in a different way. Um, or whatever circumstances, we just wish that they were different. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's really important, going back to this loving that you're talking about, I don't think it always has to be like, oh, I'm going to strengthen this muscle and just love them no matter what. Um, it can also be like a simple letting go, as we were talking about earlier, a simply letting go of wanting to change how they are and um, recognizing that the way that they are showing up is perfect for where they are in their personal journey of life. Well, and I, th I think that's what I meant by loving. Loving means not changing. Loving means accepting, mm -hmm. you know, loving unconditionally, right? You know, it's like we're not trying to fix or change and then mm -hmm. love them. We're loving them as they are. And then maybe things change. Maybe mm -hmm. people show up differently or maybe not. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anything else? No. All right. Well, we um, wish you a merry holiday. We've got, we actually have a really fun day ahead of us for traveling, not only with our whole bundle of food, through TSA, but also with our cat, Winnie. Winnie is coming along. Yes. So it's my first time traveling with a cat. So <laughs> wish me luck. I know she won't have a problem, but I'll do my best. <laughs> and starting next year, the second week of January, oh, yeah. we're offering something new we've never done before. We're going to start group coaching. And we're specifically going to be talking about how to implement a whole food plant-based diet, how to make it easy and convenient so it's not so overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, and the intention is to provide some community support and answer some questions and really create a sustainable kind of structure and platform that is not like just another holiday or not another New Year's resolution, but like a, a new life resolution. And, um, you know, for anyone who's interested in learning more, we'll be sharing more information about it. So stay tuned. And until next time, we'll see you on the other side of Christmas, I guess. Mm -hmm. Sending you off with a lot of peace and a lot of love. And until next time. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs>